0: This is
1: the Capricorn FM podcast.
0: Parliament's Portfolio Committee on Health has adopted its amendments on the National Health Insurance Bill, <laughs> surprisingly. And I'm saying surprisingly because, you know, every time there are any bills that are proposed, they are put up, you know, for us to participate. Uh, they are gazetted. But there's very little participation that seems to come, and we get shocked when the final results are revealed or the final decisions are taken and that's a conversation we are having this morning from social justice activist researcher Busisiwe Sibisiabi joining us on the line good morning busisiwe good morning good morning how are you we're great thank you so much for joining us i appreciate your time i think before we jump into the conversation let's get a bit of a refresher cause of some sorts it's been years that you've been having this conversation with nhipil um but you could find there's still people who don't quite understand what it is all about in case someone hasn't heard about it just briefly nhipil what's what's what, what is it
1: Okay, so essentially, um, the Inner Side Bill, which was, you know, tabled um, at the committee and has now been approved, was introduced in 2019. And what the bill does is it seeks to realize universal health care coverage for all. Um, this means every South African will have a right to access to comprehensive health care. So um, NHI is basically an abbreviation for the National Health Insurance Bill and um, that has been presented to the portfolio for health committee since 2019 um, under the gaze of achieving universal health care coverage. That's essentially what it's about, It's about making sure that everyone has um, equal rights or has equal access rather. Mm. to comprehensive health care.
0: So initially, 2019, the conversation comes up, we get introduced to this. But even then, uh, there were still concerns uh, around the NHI bill. What were the main concerns from that point?
1: So initially, um, you know, one of the concerns was that, you know, the NHI bill was outsourcing health care to the private sector. Um, And that, you know, it it, it would essentially cover up a lot of the current government's failures to build a public health care sector. So for an example, in March, um, the parliament's um, legal advisor told the committee that while the bill mentions provisions for medical schemes, it was unclear how current medical aid users would access healthcare care services during the phase in implementation of the NHI. Um, and this created legal uncertainty on one end. Um, another thing also that, that, you know, can be raised as a concern is that the NHI does not offer the benefits of universal healthcare care coverage for the poor. Um, and is, in fact, an extension to accessing the funds meant to cater for our health needs um, to the pockets of private owners of healthcare care facilities. And for that reason, it's one of the issues that have come up. Um, another issue that have come up is the fact that, you know, even though the NHI bill has gone through public participation, very little of the public's inputs have actually gone into the amendment of the bill. Um, as it currently stands, um, the bill that has been approved has been, very, has been amended, um, you know, in a manner that does not include a lot of the public participation that this bill has had to go through. And that is also very problematic because issues that are being raised by, you know, citizens, and residents in South Africa, also issues that are being raised by medical schemes, um, NGOs, civil society organizations, have not been taken into consideration.
0: Mm. Are, are those the general conversations on the ground, or is that your thought, the fact that it has been negatively accepted? I mean, those are the general...
1: There are definitely the general, um, you know, um, feelings on the ground um, and those are the general comments that are also coming following the adoption of the bill. Um, And this is why to a large extent the bill is going to face a lot of legal challenges. Um, because to a large extent also there is a, an unconstitutionality. So Section 27, particularly in the Constitution, um, is being, you know, reevaluated at this particular point in time when looking at the NHI bill. Um, considering the fact that that particular section in the Constitution focuses on health, um, a lot of people, especially civil society organizations um, and working groups, are calling for, for legal action. Um, to be taken against, you know, um, this bill because to a large extent it is going to benefit a minority as opposed to the majority of people in South Africa, and that becomes the centre of the issue around this bill, right? Around who exactly is going to benefit, how will they benefit, and what role will the private sector then play within health? When you look at the dilapidating state of, you know, healthcare. South Africa, public health care in South Africa. You can understand the concern that a lot of people have, especially people that have private or that use private health care and medical schemes. You can understand the concern that they have, considering the fact that at this particular point in time, we're seeing that the ANC government is keeping true to their word in saying that they want the private sector to do more. They want the private sector to be involved a lot more. And they're relinquishing a lot of their responsibility as, um, you know, government to the private sector. And that could be very problematic, considering the fact that not everyone um, can be accommodated by that private sector. So there are a lot of issues that are coming up with this bill. And unfortunately, they're not being addressed accordingly um, to everyone's satisfaction. And we're going to see a lot of um, legal contestation Mm -hmm. when it Mm -hmm. comes to this bill.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You and know, people could, people could do with a bit of relief. I mean, medical aid is expensive already, but are we aware of any countries where a similar bill has worked in their favor? <laughs>
1: We definitely are. I mean, Cuba becomes uh, yeah, the holy grail of, um, you know, the perfect example of where a national health bill um, works for the people. But the reason why Cuba becomes such a great example is because in Cuba, particularly, their public health care service um, was exceptional to begin with. And I'm probably using exceptional um, it, it just You know, to be very graceful. Um, You know, the public health care in Cuba um, is is one that could compete with any private health care. In any country around the world, and this is why, to a large extent, i um, you know, a bill like you know, a national health insurance bill worked in Cuba because they had facilitated, they had set up um, their private, their, their public healthcare in such a manner that there was not, there wasn't a difference between public and private, and this is why there was a merger between the two mm-hmm. because of the fact that um, everything w- would work um simultaneously and coherently, and this is unfortunately not the case um, in South Africa because of the difference. Um, You know, when you go to public health care facilities in South Africa, Mm -hmm. you find children uh, um, that newborn babies are put in tomato boxes. You find in Barra that uh, women are being sterilized without their consent or their knowledge. You find people going in for one procedure and coming out without livers and kidneys. Mm. So it's, you know, the, the public health care system in South Africa, um, you know, essentially cannot compare itself to countries like Cuba, to countries like Sweden, countries like Switzerland, um, because of the fact that we have not done the work of um, capacitating our public health care systems. Um, and public healthcare institutions yeah. in such a manner that they can compete um, with private healthcare facilities. And yeah. that becomes to a large extent one of the issues that private healthcare users um, are raising at the moment.
0: True that, true that. And I think you've just beautifully highlighted all these issues. It's a conversation that we will continue to have uh, with you, of course, as time progresses. Thank you so much for coming through this morning, Busiwe. That was researcher at social justice activist, Busiwe That
1: was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.